What's up? We're your co-hosts, Katie and Ellie, and you're listening to Not So Ladylike, a podcast with no rules. On this show, we'll lose the filter and dive in head first while reminding each other and you that we're all out here winging it. We saved you a spot on the couch, so get ready for a candid conversation with the girls. Hey, besties. Welcome back to Not So Ladylike. About a month or so ago, we talked about red flags in relationships, and today we decided we wanted to be more positive, so we're talking about our green flags in relationships. Red light, green light. And we want to make sure to be really clear. For us, for this conversation, we're not talking about healthy, unhealthy, abusive relationships. We're just talking about things that when we're dating someone, little things that say, yeah, I want to keep dating you. Check. Yes, that's a great thing that I want in a relationship. Like definitely think of it as a personal basis, like could change from person to person and way casual. Like think of it as simple as if they didn't tip or they did tip the waiter. Like green flag, red flag, that kind of thing. Not like kicks cats and (laughs) (laughs) like obviously that's right obviously bad and we're trying to shoot for things that are more than just bare minimum is a nice person right like yeah like yes you should like respect me and yes you should listen when i talk you shouldn't interrupt me like things like that that you should make eye contact (laughs) right like the bar is a little bit off the floor for this one. Right. So we haven't shared our list with each other. So we're going to go back and forth and share our green flag list. Okay. And would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? I would like for you to go first. Okay. The first green flag on my list is if they have long-term friendships. I'm talking at least like two or three years because that shows me you can commit to something for a long period of time. You can have long-term interpersonal connections. You can keep up to date with someone. Like, all of these things that show, okay, you're not scared of commitment. I think that is so important, and I didn't realize that until I was more of an adult. Not even just in dating, but I think, especially since I'm married, I'm not dating right now, but even when you're, like, seeking new friendship or, like, deciding to commit more time to a friend, and it's really important to think, if you have no other friends, why – Is there flukes to that? I'm sure. Like people move, people, you know, relocate or whatever, change. But I think that is so important. Me too. Yeah. And I didn't realize it either Mm -mm. until recently. Um, I think I might have been watching one of those like Married at First Sight shows or something like that. And they were talking about it. And I was like, wow, it's really important to me that my friends also have long-term friends, that my partner has long-term friends, that just, you know, something that says to me, you have a support system outside of your family and you can commit to things long-term. And you're kind enough to people that people want to (laughs) hang around and be with you. Yes, that they want to stick around. Like that is so meaningful. Like obviously you and I are still friends from high school and way before. Yeah, Shane still has his whole group of friends from like, I believe middle school early like they've been friends for forever and they still talk they have a group chat and talk every week and they all live in different parts of the country technically they don't see each other very often but they are still friends and supportive and they're texting and his friends some of them are still dating and they'll be like hey met this new girl today here's what i know about her and it's just so sweet like that group to run and talk to i love that dylan has the same kind of thing he has friends from middle school high school and they play video games about every night. Him and his friend Austin and I started playing For the King on Xbox. And we have, like, campaigns yes. together. And it's just, like, 
I don't know. It just means a lot to me that someone has long-term friendships. Right. Commitments. Yeah. Jumping off of that, I mentioned like a group to run and chat to. One of my green flags is back to when you're with your significant other, like when something good or bad happens to you, just that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I've got to tell Shane. Like that level of just communication and I don't know, just like the comfort you feel with that person that no matter what happens to you, you're like, I've got to fill them in. Like they'll never believe this or I'm so excited to tell them. I know they'll be joyous with me or sad with me. You know they'll share your emotion. I think that's a big green flag. Yes. I think it's a huge indicator in friendships too when you're like, oh my God, I have to tell mm-hmm. Emma yes. or whatever. Like, yeah. oh my God, I have to text them right now. Yeah. I don't know. I think to me, I feel the same way. Like it signals a level of intimacy in the mm-hmm. relationship or maybe not intimacy but like a level of like I want to talk to you about things like if you're a person I think I have to tell you this and like even trust because yeah I know I can tell Shane literally everything I don't hide anything from Shane and I'm to my knowledge he doesn't hide anything from me <laughs> but like we know no matter what I support him and he supports me and I also know he'll I can ask him a lot I know I'm a lot if I'm being crazy. Like, if this sounds like I'm being dramatic, please let me know. And he'll say something like, it doesn't upset me the way it upsets you, but I see where you're coming from. You know, like, he can also call me out and say, cool it a little bit in a healthy way. But But in the same breath, like, validate that you feel that way and not, like, put you down for it. Yes. there, I, Him and you and my mom, I feel like anytime anything happens, it's like, well, these three people got to know. Like, (laughs) got to send it out. I think I sent you a TikTok yesterday or a post or something that was, like, I think it was a clip from Seinfeld. And someone was asking Elaine, like, can you keep a secret? And she said, no, sir, I cannot. And I sent it to you, like... I can keep a secret, but, like, not from you. Right. Not from Dylan. Like, Yeah, you can tell me things, and I won't tell the rest of, like, our friend group, but my husband knows everything that I know. Mm-hmm. No secrets. Because so I can't. Like, I think everyone has to have at least one or two people. Yes. It's like, you know everything that I know. Yes. I have to relay this information to at least one person. Yes. I'll keep the secret within right. my group. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of times that group doesn't know your group and it's totally fine. No. No. Just got to say it. Just got to get it out. Speaking of groups and support groups and things like that, one of my green flags is that they are family oriented. My family is so close and so tight knit that it's a huge green flag to me if I'm dating someone or if I'm friends with someone and they are also super family-oriented, want to spend time with family, want to have that closeness in that way because it signals to me, like, you can handle being around my family as often as we get together and as often as we talk. I talk to Nan and Julie and Mom at least every week. So knowing that someone also prioritizes that is super important to me. Yes, and I think you've talked about this before. You also prioritizing family, but also having boundaries, like just back to like you and Dylan not having to go to every single thing together. Like you don't expect Dylan to come to every family game night that you have, but he also prioritizes family and what that feels like. Yeah. And he's involved and he wants to come to the family get togethers and, you know, yeah, he wants to be there and be included. Right. And your family is just so perfect. You can't really... One, it's impossible to not be included. And two, (laughs) it's impossible not to love them and like want to be family oriented with that family. Like it's just perfect. I know. Perfect, perfect, perfect. perfect. (laughs) This one, my next green flag, is something that took me a very long time to realize, like deep into my relationship 
with my husband, I think a green flag. I'm going to backtrack over everything we've kind of said. This one is a little more deep. It's not as simple as like opening the door for you. But when you don't need to tribute on social media, and I used to crave it. I know you did. I wanted Shane to post about me. Even just like stupid stuff. I wanted the social media post because all of my friends were getting those big long posts about, I just love my cute girlfriend. She's so fun. I love doing all these things and blah, blah, blah. And Shane is not that type of person in general. And like, we didn't need it. And I learned now, most of those people either aren't still in those relationships because obvious reasons, or they're in unhealthy relationships and marriages. Not saying you can't post an appreciation post for your spouse. I post pictures of Shane or whatever all of the time. But just like the, when I say tribute, I really mean the tribute. And you know somebody, you can see them in your head right now that post these tributes all the time. So maybe this comes back to the comfort that I already kind of talked about. But like, just knowing and trusting, I know Shane loves the hell out of me. Like Shane, I don't have to question that literally ever. And he's the first person that I've ever felt that with. And also the first person who hasn't posted about it on social media everywhere. Yeah. So I hope that makes sense. Not a call out. No, not a call out. And like, I just think when I wanted that, it came from insecurity. It came from me thinking maybe he doesn't love me because if he loved me, he would shout it from the rooftops and tell everybody where in reality, it's the opposite. Like, I don't have to yell it to everybody. I think it's so obvious day to day that I love you. Like, I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm being a great partner. So that, again, another disclaimer green flag for me when I reached that point in my relationship where it was like, duh, I don't need that from you because I have the true feeling without it being on social media. I feel like also it came when you reached that point in your relationship with yourself that you didn't need the social media validation from your partner where you're like, I'm not insecure about whatever. Right. My relationship, how you feel about me, whatever, because I know that yeah. I'm great. <laughs> yeah, one, I'm awesome. And you love me how I yes. am, and I don't need you to prove it to the world. I think you're right. Like, a lot of it came from me within myself, because Shane hasn't changed. No. He's always been this same way, and he's always told me he loves me, and he'll say things. But, like, there came a point when I was, like, in my own head, and I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, he loves you so much. It is so clear. If you would just look at the reality and mm-hmm. not look at what everyone else posted on Valentine's Day, and that's a lot of it is like that. Like when yeah. everyone else is getting the post and you're like, where's mine? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. No. It just doesn't. It might come back to like love languages too. Yes. I wanted to get you it want that the way. Affirmation. Yes. But that's not how he shows that's not love. How, right. I think a lot of people talk about love languages and struggle with it. And I think there's like a happy middle ground that I feel like we have both reached. Where it's like, I'm going to do my best to show you love in the way that you feel it and also show you love in the way that I naturally show it. Yes. I'm not going to suppress my showing of love. No. But I I, understand how you receive it. Yes. And the same vice versa. Like, I don't feel loved right now because you're not showing me love in my love language, but my logical, rational brain can see that you are showing me love in these other ways. Right. We just aren't aligned Yes, especially because you and I 
two podcast hosts are over communicators. Yes. And I specifically over communicate to a fault. I will talk him in circles until he wants to fight with me and Shane will shut down. So like that communication style isn't going to work. But without saying it's my fault or it's his fault, like I can shut up sometimes, you know, like, yeah, I let me listen, (laughs) (laughs) believe it or not. (laughs) So, yeah. While we're talking about comfort, too, in a relationship, I want to talk about this more later, but I do want to touch on it now while it's in my brain. I think you said something about, like, reaching that point where you're comfortable in the relationship, and I used to feel like a relationship wasn't worth my time if I didn't feel like I was on fire all the time. Like, if it wasn't constant fireworks, like, what is the point? Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of doubt around feeling comfortable in a relationship because it was like, if it's not passion, what am I wasting my time for? Like, I want a life that is so much more than this. I want to be shooting star all the time. Mm -hmm. And I got to a point where recently where I was like, you know what? Because I had a moment. I don't think I told anyone this. I had a moment where I was like, is this the right relationship? We are so comfortable. And I'm used to feeling like as soon as I'm comfortable, I'm out. I'm bouncing. Yeah. And I realized that like maybe that was my fear of commitment and not actually a relationship problem. And I realized one night like I'm so comfortable in this relationship and that is such a nice feeling. Like but also foreign for you. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird to feel so much peace in a relationship and feel so grounded being with someone instead of feeling like I'm walking on eggshells or we have an issue or, you know, trying to make sense of their behaviors, trying to decipher something in them. Like it's just always nice and calm. And if there's an issue, we just talk about it like regular people. Like, There's no blow-ups. There's no – none of that. Shane and Dylan are so similar. Mm -hmm. And I think both of us had to realize that, that, like, we naturally, Ellie and I, want to fight. Yes. I want to go. Shane and Dylan are not going to fight with us. Mm -hmm. Like, Shane is not going to yell at me. Which is great. Like, that's why our relationship balances each other out. It would never work if we were both the same way. Like, both too passive or both too aggressive. Yeah. But, like, it takes a lot of time to realize that. Like, we can talk. (laughs) Yeah. We can just speak. And we obviously are both at good points with that now. But, like, getting to that point was an interesting little trip. Yeah. And we've both been in relationships where it's it's always some sort of battle or there's always some – It's not done until someone's crying. Yeah. There's always something going on. Or there's some point in it where I don't feel secure or I don't feel safe. And being in a relationship where I feel secure and safe all the time is just such a foreign feeling. Yes. And not to get too deep, but I also feel like our society is shitting on being comfortable. No one's allowed to be comfortable. You always got to be, like you said, on fire. Everything should be. We are all we're really big into the if he wanted to, he would thing, which is great. I, I do. And true. Right. I do see it. But I don't think it has to be like. I think people are off track on that sometimes. I hate to say people and like blanket statement it, but like that doesn't mean that if he wanted to, he would light everything on fire all the time, flowers every day, cooking dinner every day. Like I just think we need to think of things on a regular basis, not necessarily like 
I don't know. Can you, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like in a realistic way. Right, realistic. Like I don't expect Dylan to cook dinner every night to bring flowers home all the time to be like constantly, I love you, all of these big showboaty type of things. Right. But I do expect realistically you to put in 50%. Right. I expect you to meet me where I'm at. I expect right. you to meet me halfway, like all of those things. But I see the, if he wanted to, he would, because we've both been in relationships where it's like, if he wanted to initiate dates, he would. Yes. If he wanted to meet my family, he would. If, if he, he wanted, wanted to, yes. all of these things. And even, <laughs> I don't know how to say this nicely. Even in friendships and family relationships, I think about that a lot. If he wanted to have a relationship with me, he would. If he wanted to know how I was doing, he would. Definitely no underlying issues here. <laughs> no. This is all just for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but things like that. And I, I think that's what a lot of people mean when that starts is especially, that little thing. Yes. And especially with like when you're just dating, when you're yes. not in such a long-term relationship. You know, if he wanted to talk to me and see how my day was going, he would ask. And what you just said in the beginning like, if these things are an issue in the beginning, that's when it's a red flag for us because yes. I'm not going to move through that. Like, there's no point in me digging through the rest if you can't even be like, how was your day at work today? Yeah. Especially when, like, it's just such a normal thing. People are mostly just going to say, good, how was yours? Right. But, like, if you can't even ask, mm, big issue. Yeah. Speaking about initiating things, one of my green flags is when someone initiates dates, initiates hangouts, makes plans for us. That's a huge green flag to me because I've been in a relationship where I was always the one initiating. I was always the one planning and it felt like everything was dependent on me doing something or, you know, whatever. So to me, when I'm dating someone or friends with someone, it is such a huge green flag when they ask me to hang out or ask me to do something or make plans for us or whatever. Dylan has a really great habit of making dinner plans for us at like a nice restaurant or whatever. He's really on top of the ball there. He never makes me like... Does it make you feel like if you guys want to have a good time, it has to be you planning it? Yes. There was a relationship I was in before I dated Dylan where... We had talked about, we were dating for like two years, and we had talked about going to see John Mulaney and Indy for my birthday. My partner said that she would make plans, said that we were going to do it, and then a couple weeks before, I asked if we had tickets. She didn't get them, and so I ended up buying our tickets for the show. I drove us there. I got us snacks. I think she bought our dinner, but it was like... You planned the birthday trip for yourself. I planned my own birthday trip. And paid. And then I and I paid for my birthday trip and like I followed through on my birthday trip and it just sucked because it was like I gave you very clear like hey this is what I want to do for my birthday and I got the confirmation of like yeah that would be so fun I'll get us tickets and then it just like fell through and that just made me feel so shitty so it's such a huge green flag when and I hate to compare people I've dated yeah. I don't like to do that but, but you're also mostly comparing the way you felt way i feel about yes. it so now when dylan's like do you want to go to farm 57 tonight whatever it's like oh my god i would love to do that yes. and it just feels so good to feel like 
cared for in that way. Yes. I used to complain at Shane about the way that he gives gifts because he was always a really bad gift giver. He always tried really hard. So I hate to say bad. He just didn't know like how to really think about what someone else wanted. (laughs) I don't know how to word it. He tried really hard. He's given lots of gifts. It's just always like, oh, interesting. But yesterday, I know I've said this a hundred times, we've been married for this will be our fifth year in October. And when you think about it and I look at it, boy has stepped up his game and not really gotten the appreciation he should for it because I used to think I was the best gift giver. And lately, Shane has given some awesome gifts. Like he gave me like just completely unexpected things like the AirPods that I use all of the time for the podcast or driving or our walks that we go on every single day. He got me the Patriots tickets, which was like a gift of a lifetime. That was so nice. Yes. The camera right before Jackson was born that I wanted. Like he's done a lot of really awesome things lately. My purse that I'm carrying right here. And like last night or one night this week, I was like, when did I get Shane a really cool gift? Like I was too busy bitching about the kind of gift giver that you are. You stepped up your game and have gotten (laughs) me amazing gifts and done all Like you've listened to me. You listened about the purse or the headphones or you know that I like the Patriots. And now it's like, I should probably do something really great for you soon. Like, I don't know what I've been doing. (laughs) Not that I've been neglecting him, but just like that same kind of thing. Like, what if I took the initiative to do something that I knew you really wanted to do? Also, those things, all of these things that he's purchased me have had a high price tag. Hmm. And I'm afraid to do that a lot. Yeah. And like, I don't purchase tickets to things he always does and I'm afraid I'll mess it up so it's never the same kind of surprise so it's going to take a little more thinking but just like you definitely are owed that back right now you've done your portion you heard my complaints and you have done the thing and it feels so good when it's like you really listen to me yes and but it took me like that long which is also another point not on our list but like you can't just do something one time and your partner understand like that you're trying or that something's changed But like now I'm thinking back to at least the last year and he's definitely listened to me and he's heard what I've said and it's shown. It's very clear now. And it just took that much time for me to be like, duh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Reminder. Like, of course. (laughs) Yeah. You do listen. You do have ears. (laughs) I had the same thing with the tickets. I got Dylan Blackhawks tickets for Christmas and I had to be like, hey, Hate to spoil the surprise, but this is what I'm going to do for you. Can we make sure I'm not fucking it up before I spend $400? Yes. And Shane is a ticket snob in the best kind of way for me. Like, we always, if we're going to spend two or 300 we might as well spend five and have the best time of our lives. Yeah. Like, every seat we have is just amazing. And that's our hobby. That's the only thing we really spend a lot of money on. And so I would always rather him do it. He gets the best prices, best seats. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck it up. Yes. That is also loops me back into number seven on my list of six because I don't know how to list things. (laughs) Shane is also the first relationship and probably our friendship is the only one where I feel like everything is a mutual investment and that is a big green flag. Basically the same thing you just said. I don't feel like I'm always putting in 80% and Shane 20. Strictly on like our relationship is what I'm talking about. Not chores, not anything else, just like I care about you the same way that you also care about me. And that just feels crazy insane. Yes. And you and I, I feel like are that same way. Like, and we both understand seasons Mm -hmm. because I don't, and every other relationship, friendship or romantic, 
I feel like I keep tabs. Like, well, for three times in a row, I've asked you to hang out and you haven't texted me first since then. So I think like I'm going to kind of, yeah, I'm going to kind of chill out. And if you want to reach out to me, you will. And then I'll jump back in. You and I, I feel like if I want to hang out, I'm going to ask you even if I've asked the last 45 times in a row and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you no if you ask me and I don't want to. Like, I don't feel like I have any other friend relationships like that where I'm not keeping tabs. Yeah, I think. And it's really easy, especially in friendships, to to just keep tabs like that and to not keep score, but like, I don't know, keep track of did I initiate? Did you initiate? And then like feeling bad if you're like, I haven't initiated something in so long, like I really should do that. Or, you know, I haven't texted recently or I can't hang out tonight. You probably hate me, whatever. And with us, because I feel the same way with us, especially it's like, I'm just going to ask every day. Yes. And if you say no, then you say no, and that's fine. Well, and, and I have even, no feelings about it. Yeah. Even until very recently, it felt weird for me and you even, because it's like, this is safe. This is completely open and clear. Yeah. Say yes or no, text or don't. And like, I'll double text you or triple text you, yeah. and I don't feel bad about it. Like, she'll read it when she has no. time. It's not like I'm, I don't know, no. afraid you won't text back, hello, hello. And I don't even mean it in a negative way about other people. No, But not sometimes at all. it's like... If I've initiated three times in a row, maybe you feel pressure from me to hang out and you just don't really want to. And that's fine. Like, you know, it just puts yeah. so many gray areas out there. Yeah. And I just feel like when you're in a relationship where it's all mutual, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. 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 I, I know. hate us. <laughs> I know. I know. That comfortability level leads me into my next green flag, which is if they don't make me feel rushed. That's a green flag to me. Oh, my God. Yes. Preach it. And literally, again, the only two people outside of, like, my family that make me feel this way. Well, there is more. But right now, the main two people in my life who don't make me feel this way are Dylan and you. I – and I'm thinking of this one specific example. I have to change clothes a million times before I leave the house. I change clothes so often – I just get uncomfortable in what I'm wearing. I want to look different, whatever. Yep. And I feel so much pressure because it's like I'm taking so much time doing this because I can't get it right. And I'm frustrated that I don't like what I look like. And I wish I could just snap and love my clothes or put on the right thing. And it just takes a lot of like trial and error. And it sucks because I also hate to be late to things. And with a lot of people, I think it's easy to feel rushed and like, oh, my God, I'm late. I'm whatever. And Dylan will just sit and wait and not say a word. And he has no feelings about it. He's not aggravated about it, to my knowledge. You just wait. And it's not a big deal. And it just feels so nice to know that, you know, I'm already frustrated. Someone else being frustrated with me is, like, not helping it because I also hate that I have to do it. But just knowing that it's, like, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to wait for you. It's fine. Yep. Just feels so good. Yep. And Shane is the same way, and he'll just, like, sit down at his desk and just scroll on his phone or whatever until mm-hmm. it's time to leave, and I'll even walk out and be like, you're not going to hurt my feelings, but this is how I feel like this makes me look. Should I change clothes? Do you like this? Like, and he'll say, go put on what you had to start with or whatever, yeah. but never hurry up who just pick something. Come on. Like, that's not the vibe. And never any, like, huffy breaths or rolling no. the eyes or – Shane will laugh at me sometimes, but he does it too. Like, I'll yes. laugh, like, not in an insecure way. That's not the right word. Insincere way. Like, yeah. just 
Like, okay, like, here we go. This is, yep. <laughs> this is what we do. Sometimes I'm like, are you ready? And don't want to put on his shoes. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to change outfits. Yep. And he's like, all right, I'm going to sit back I'll down. I'll plop. And you let me know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But it's never like, I don't know. It's never any pressure. Well, and I know a lot of people, all of this that we're talking about is specifically like our relationships and friendships, not about our family. Yes. Like family is just such a different dynamic. Completely. But I remember people always making jokes like at my mom, like if we're supposed to be there at four, make sure you tell her 3.30 so she's on time. And it's like Shane doesn't even do that to me. Like he doesn't say like you're always late. So make sure you start 15 minutes early. It's just like, hey, we've got plans. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's it. Like there's no backhanded, no comments, nothing. No. Or no comments to other people about no. it. No. It's just fine. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely don't like, get somewhere and he's not like, we're late because of her. No. Ooh. Or like, well, Katie had to change 10 times. Yeah. Whatever. No, that would it's hurt my just, feelings. I know. Me too. Yeah. So also going places, I think a big green flag is physical affection, but casual. Like, yeah. not always intimate, sexual, but, like, whole, like putting your hand on my back as I walk through a door in front of you or grabbing my hand at the mall or literally the smallest little things, holding my hand in the truck, putting your hand on my knee, like, little things. And that, I think, is probably my own love language, but to me, big green flag. Like, you're not expecting anything. This is casual. We're out in public, and you're just patting my back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Love that. And I... I like it a little bit, but I'm kind of the opposite, where to me it's a green flag when you don't have to hold my hand. Right. <laughs> because yeah. I'm so opposite. Yeah. And, like, you'll never see Shane kissing me in public. Like, that's – I I really mean casual. Like, yeah. the little tap on the back through the door. Just yeah. a tiny little – I don't know. <laughs> Definitely – yeah, because I'm not a huge fan of, like, PDA. I don't want yeah. you sitting in his lap and kissing all over him at no. the dinner table. I'm not into that. I don't even like to walk and hold hands. Right. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. But – I did realize lately that I show love that way. It's like every time I walk past Dylan, I'm giving him a little pat or some sort of acknowledgement. And I really appreciate just the little things too. Yeah. And Shane, a lot of times will say, I don't know if you remember, but last night I rolled over and held your hand for a little while. And it's like, that's so sweet. Mm -hmm. Or like when you wake up and you're just like existing together. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Yes. No expectations. Just a little touch hey i i'm here (laughs) something kind of similar that's on my list is when they turn around for like one more kiss or one more whatever when they're leaving because i am such that type of person that it's like i'm gonna leave and then right before i leave i'm just gonna one more little kiss or Mm -hmm. you know one more wave by one more love you whatever and it means so much to me when that is reciprocated back to me It really is kind of that same, like, mutual investment. Like, I love you so much. I just want one more look, one more kiss, like, mm -hmm. one more. Yeah, little something. Mm. Shane and I, every time if we're driving past each other or, like, when we move cars out of the driveway, we always blow a kiss, like, when we're Mm -hmm. leaving. And he does that with Jackson now, too. And I just think it's the most precious thing ever. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. bye see you yeah yeah dylan and i do this thing where we stick our tongues out at each other Mm -hmm. all the time and it's not the same as like one last little hug or whatever 
But it is the same sense of like acknowledgement of like, I see Bye. you, you see me. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it is the same. It's the same feeling. Same feeling. Yes. yes. And that brings me to the last thing on my list. Can you guys believe I made a list and stuck to it? I'm surprised. <laughs> but goofball, like mm. the green flag. These are all really just about comfort, I guess, maybe. But like, just being goofy. I'm allowed to be silly. I'm allowed to merp around the house. And like those things you do when you're by yourself, when you finally catch yourself doing it in front of the person you love. And then you're like, oh, I did not mean to just do that. You're here. Like, what's that like? That is just so great. I was telling Ellie the other day, most people, yours is borderline. I don't know where it falls in this category, but most people have like sweet little nicknames for their partner and they love them and they're just so cute and lovey-dovey and Shane and mine is I call him butt crack and he calls me green bean <laughs> like <laughs> butt crack and green bean how romantic <laughs> but it's just like how silly and stupid and like I don't need something else from you like you are butt crack I am green bean you're right <laughs> like this is just perfect this is what our relationship needs so I just think that like level of almost stupid like it doesn't make sense to anyone else it is just stupid and I love it I watched this TikTok I think today or yesterday that was kind of that same thing talking about when you're in a relationship with someone or a friendship you kind of develop this like shared language Mm -hmm. that no one understands except for the two of you and it's just so special to have just those little things together. Yes. Like little words, little yeah. things that mean things that no yeah. one else understands. Yeah. I say scoops a lot. And we actually, it, we use it in a different context, but always like, I'm going to scoop you up. Let yeah. me scoop you. You got any more on your list? I don't care about it. Ellie doesn't care about the rest of her list. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down to make these lists and I have a whole list on my phone of like, From when I was dating, I made this partner requirement list of all the things I wanted in a partner because I was just such a terrible chooser. I just have really poor taste. And I had to make this list. And so when I sat down, I just picked some things out of it um, that I felt were important and were just like quick green flags. But I think it's so important to have those moments of self-reflection of like, I'm going to consider what these green flags are to me, even if you're in a long-term relationship, because we have new friends all the time. You meet people all the time. And I think to be conscious of what your green flags are is just super important. It's always cool to know yourself better. If we aren't already, we would love to be friends on Instagram. You can find us at not so ladylike podcast, all one word, no spaces. And it would be a huge waving in the wind green flag if you would leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. Yeah. (laughs) See you next week. Love Love you. Bye. Bye.